hey guys. Well, of course. Let's just. <laughs> bro, fuck this shit. I just took like three more shots. This is the type that like thinks you're trying to take her man in my case, even um... though you're not trying to. <laughs> you could be fighting with them one minute and they have you against the wall. No, the dead ass, John. They might pull a knife out on you and literally have that knife like in between your legs as they suck your dick. Does he have a girlfriend? She's such a bitch. Um, how do I split this bill? I'm Storybox so broke. What the fuck? Hey guys, and welcome to What the Fuck with Frankie, the declassified guide to adulting, where we talk about everything we never learned in school and the topics that keep our group chats up at night saying WTF. From pop culture news to sex, breakups, dating, and everything in between, nothing is off limits on my show. Join me every Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday as I answer, discuss, and navigate us through the craziest topics, stories, and news that's going to leave you saying WTF. Use the hashtag WTFFrankie to keep up with the conversation on Twitter and Instagram and share your own WTF moment or stories of the week. On today's episode, me and my co-host will be giving you the 411 and T on post-breakup life and the stages one goes through after being dumped or dumping their ex. We're talking about the three R's, rejection, rebound, and rotations. Now, moving on to my guest for this week's episode. You've seen him on my Instagram, downing several bottles of tequila at Bounce. Some would say he's charming, funny, got great hair, the life of the party. Some call him Earquake, and I'm not sure why, but I call him Big John. And ladies, that's for you to find out why. His name is John, last name Gilligan. Welcome to the show, John. I'm so excited to have you on the show. It's great to be here. Um, Today's episode is all about the stages one goes through after a breakup and when attempting to put themselves back out there. I think that today's episode is really perfect because you are recently single. Well, you're not recently single, but you're, you know, getting back out there. And I think that you are someone who belongs to the streets. And I cannot wait to hear what you have to say about some of these topics. It's going to be an interesting one. But I feel like you belong to the streets right now and you would be good for this episode. Yeah, I definitely belong to the streets right now. And you love being in the streets, don't you? Love being in the streets. The streets can be cold sometimes. Okay. So before we get into the episode, let's kind of rewind the clock back to 2016, 2017 when we first met. Um, Let's give the listeners a little background on how we met, how we became friends, and kind of like the first impressions we had on one another. So like you can start if you want. Uh, I remember me and you going out through mutual friends, which we call friends. And Friends? Um... They're not my friends, John. So I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Well, uh, we met each other from uh, mutual locations then. Yeah, mutual. Um, first impressions? Uh, definitely didn't want to mess with you, as I said before. Um, I am, like, the nicest person ever. Yeah, but you're one of those people that when you get to know, like, are the nicest person, but, like, you definitely could be intimidating. Okay, like, I'm also just, like, 156 pounds, but, okay, thanks. I'll take it. And, uh, yeah, I got along with you, though. That's what matters. So, do you want to know my first impressions of you, John? Because, (laughs) um, my first impression of you, John, was that you were really quiet, 
and shy. And most importantly, you looked so innocent. Like, I met you at, like, one of the most ghetto clubs in New York City. Like, I think that, like, the Anthony is considered one of the most ghettoest spots. And now, obviously, we know that it is because it got shut down. You know what I mean? Someone got stabbed there. (laughs) Yeah, like, someone got stabbed there. But when I met you, you seemed so out of place. And maybe it's because, like, you were trying to figure out, like, where you fit in. And, like, obviously, like, you had, like, the two friends that, like, you were kind of, like, leading the kind of, like, the situation. Mm Mm-hmm. But, like, let me tell you guys, my first impression of John played me, slapped me. He is nothing like the innocent little boy that I thought he was. I thought he was so innocent and so quiet and so peaceful and so shy. And he's completely the opposite. He's literally a dog in all capital letters, but he's my dog. Like, I fuck with him. I I appreciate that. I like to be. I'm referred to as a dog. I don't know. I could be that. I mean, I don't think that you're, like, a dog in a bad way, but, like, you're definitely, like, a dog. Like, you belong to the streets. Like, you're out here. You're playing with hearts. You're playing with emotions. But, like, the difference with you and these other people and, like, these other guys is, like, I fuck with you so heavy that it's, like, if you had a girl and, like, she needed me to lie and you needed me to lie to her, I would lie. And, like, I don't really do that. I'm all for, like, hashtag team girls. Uh But... There's a couple of guys, you, Hector, because I love you too. Like, you guys are, like, the best. Like, I would lie for you guys. I would go down for you guys, I swear. I love that. I appreciate that. Um, Something that I kind of just want to talk about that's also really interesting is that, like, I feel like when people kind of see John and they see me, um, a lot of people don't think that we'd necessarily be friends. Like, we don't seem like two people that would probably hang out or, like, talk on the phone or FaceTime or text. And I like that because it's kind of like a little secret. It's not a secret anymore, but like a little secret alliance that we have. Like it's a, like a little secret friendship. Yeah, that, I, I think that people would say that too, but me and Frank are good, good friends. Yeah. So, John, I have to ask you a question. Shoot. There is a moment in our history that defined our friendship. Do you know what it is? 100%. <laughs> I already know. I... And like, can we just briefly scratch the surface on it like we're not going to go too deep into it but all i'm going to say is shout out to sabrina and hashtag the covenant of 2017 which is one of new york city's biggest most well-kept secrets and secret societies to date is that not insane that is insane you were on your sherlock Holmes shit that night (laughs) i was dead ass on my nancy drew like you had the magnifying glass and everything literally literally like we're not going to get too into like we're not going to get into it um if you know us or i don't know maybe one day we'll have like a big reveal but guys like this little secret this little you know treaty that we have with john me and sabrina is one of the it's honestly cia classified that's what i would call it it's probably my uh probably my biggest secret probably I know, and we'd never, we'd never, we'd never in a million years put it out there. But I just want to let you know that, like, from that day, I was like, wait, he's shady, and I fuck with it, and I like that he's shady, and we're going to be best friends, even though he probably doesn't want to be best friends with me, but, like, we're going to be best friends. No, no. Frankie's a great friend to have, and uh, honestly, that secret, there's two secrets in the world that people keep, and it's, like, secrets in the moment where it could, like, really go down if it was to come out, <clears throat> and I think we're past that stage now. So, oh yeah, hundred and ten percent. If the secret like came out, like it'd be detrimental, and I honestly care less now. It's kind of funny. It's like a funny story to talk about now. It's a really funny story, and it's even more funny because 
Um, I recently spoke to you about it and you told me some details that like I didn't know about what was really going on while while you were so like okay. John recently told me that in that little predicament that we were in, he was going through something, but like had to pretend like everything was okay. And you know what I'm talking about, like what you couldn't do until you got to the place you were going to. But exactly, it's just so funny to me because like we genuinely, me and Sabrina, when we sat there and we were talking to you, we were like, oh my God, he's such a funny dude. Like if only we knew that like you probably were trying to speed up the process so you could go home and take care of what you need to take care of. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, um, I'm glad that we became friends and I'm glad that like I have you on my show and that- you're someone that I can call at five o'clock in the morning and that always picks up. Like, I swear, guys, I call John just as much. You're like one of the girls. Like, I call, well, you're not one of the girls, but like, I consider you like one of the girls that I call. Like, yeah, yeah, no, when I, shit's going down. Oh, glad to be there. I'm yeah. There always. So you've just ended things with your long-term girlfriend or boyfriend and you're ready to belong to the streets. And the first thing on your mind is, what the fuck do I do now? Well, luckily for you, me and John are here to guide you. And the first thing you're probably going to want to do right after that breakup is search for the perfect rebound. So John, how would you define rebound? Rebound is probably for me, someone you're not going to see at least often and probably from a different area or scene that you're used to like temporarily going out or whatnot. Yeah, like when I think about a rebound, I definitely think about like someone who's like the second best to the first person that I can no longer like get. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like when I think about a rebound, I think about like someone who's going to fill the void of the person I just broke up with. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. That's not really what I went for. Um, I kind of went for like the person that I wanted to be with or wanted to hook up with while I was with my ex. Oh, you know, we know you're a little, you're a little scandalous. So this does not surprise me. Um, I think when people like go through a breakup or lose someone in their lives, they go through a couple of different stages. John, I'm going to give you three scenarios right now. And I want you to tell me which one you think you relate to the most after a breakup and your opinion on them as I describe them. The first one is the relapse, which is when you run back to your toxic ex immediately after the breakup and hate fuck them until someone better comes along. <laughs> then there's the obvious hoe phase which i tend to call the subletting phase of a breakup which i call the subletting phase of a breakup because it's usually when like the dick or the vagina that was once constantly in your life no longer belongs to you or exists with you and now you have to find someone to re quickly replace it and then there's obviously the one where you're like emotional and sad and you just kind of like lock yourself up and don't really talk to people. And like, you're kind of just like, you need time to regroup. Honestly, I probably went through a little bit of each phase, to be honest. Really? Uh, well, my situation was so different where it's like, I didn't want to talk to people. Bro, I mean, you couldn't even talk to people because you didn't even know who you could freaking trust. Yeah, so I just definitely shut myself out. I uh, completely shut myself out. I figure out the people that I can trust. And um, believe it or not, you were actually one of the first people I probably came to. Oh, thank you, John. And um, we got launched your margaritas and we figured it yeah, out. Yeah, me, you, and Sabrina. And we found out that we were being traced and like tracked or whatever. Yeah, that was ridiculous. So it's like that took a little bit. That took like a couple months for me to figure out who like was actually there for me and like who I could actually talk to and whatnot. 
Interesting. I find myself to be the subletting phase type of person when I deal with, you know, motherfuckers who screw me over because, um, after you screw me over, I will 110%, um, serial hookup and date with a lot of people because, you know, I have to let people know that the peach is still ripe. You know, like, I can't be sad. Like, you're not going to think that, like, I'm in my apartment crying over you every single day. Like, no, I'm going to be out here, like, giving my fruit away. Oh, I wasn't crying or going through anything, like, that deep. It's just, like, mine was, like, very planning. Like, mine was, like, meticulous and, like, strategized and, like, everything else, like, such as that. And then I would say I went to the subletting phase, like, yourself. And that's when, like, I wouldn't even want to date, like. I was just so over relationships. Like I wouldn't even put myself out there dating wise. Like anyone that I was like kind of hooking up with knew that I was just straight up straight to the point. Yeah. Um, how important do you think a rebound is after a breakup? Oh, it's crucial. Probably. I think it's crucial. But like, is it crucial because you feel like you're competing with your ex or is it just crucial? Because like, for example, I am going to say this a lot during this interview. I use a rebound and like, all of this stuff to like boost up my confidence again um for me i knew i could get what i wanted and i was just a okay of mr cock okay mr cocky like relax no it wasn't that like i knew like the rebound that i was exactly going for too like i oh okay so like you already in your mind knew when you broke up with your girlfriend that you were going to this next person yeah i had a list like i mean and i've honestly my list has been like pretty good Wait, but, like, did you make this list while you were dating this person? Or is this just, like, people that you were having encounters with but, like, couldn't entertain because you had a girlfriend? Exactly. It was exactly that. And that's what kind of put – that was my thought process. I mean, like, I don't usually do a list because, like, I feel like what if, like, the person finds my list? But what you guys don't know about John is that this boy has, like, vaults upon vaults upon vaults upon vaults in his phone so like if you are his girlfriend you probably can't find shit anyways yeah um (laughs) i think i used to know your vault password like me and sabrina were so happy that we saw you open it like we were like oh my god if we took his phone we know his vault i think you probably do but like i probably don't know it anymore like it's been two years but you you know what i mean it hasn't changed so really no it hasn't okay well i'm gonna try it the next time i see you what if i get it right if i get it right can i post post something from your vault on my story yeah, you can go for it. Send it. Okay, perfect. Um, why the fuck does one rebound? Um, one rebounds for like, I don't know. Like, I feel like there's a lot of different ways. Like, maybe someone will sleep with somebody or hook up with somebody to get a certain level of status, like right out mm-hmm. of the relationship, where it puts them in where right where they want to be. Or some people are just need that security. Do you think that there's like a lot that has to do with revenge when you think about a rebound? Like, do you wake up like after your breakup? Are you just like, she screwed me over. I'm about to show her that like what she didn't appreciate. Other people will appreciate. Um, honestly, I can confidently say I did nothing for her. Like I did not. I did it all really for myself. Okay. I mean, um, from the people that know me who watch my social media probably knew like, I would 100% put up spiteful things that would get to her. So that's the only way I really personally, like, messed around and got my, like, little laugh for the day. Okay. So, like, you purposely go out. So you're the type of ex that purposely, like, goes out of their way. You post videos and pictures on Instagram that you know she's going to watch or that are going to be sent to her. Yeah. Okay, I agree with you. I do that a lot, too. I mean, I don't, like, wake up and I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, he will rue the day. Like, you know what I mean? But, like... (laughs) 
if I'm lit and like I am with someone who like I know that they don't like like I will probably you know post a picture or like post a video with that person because I know that they're watching exactly that's that was my thought and I think and I think everyone does that you know I, I feel like if you sit there and you say you don't do that or like that you've never done anything childish to your ex afterwards you're lying yeah me naturally like both our surroundings are like a lit, I would say a good time and like a lit surrounding. So like just that surrounding enough would probably bother any ex. Yeah. But oh, one hundred and ten percent. Like, so we can naturally just bother people if we really wanted to. That is enough to give someone a stroke. Like the life that we live and the people that we hang out with, and like just that environment is enough to give your ex a stroke. It's cutthroat. It's very. Uh, you got to keep up with it. Yeah. So like you and I, I feel like we're definitely at a place, not at a place, but I feel like we're definitely the type of exes that kind of do the rebound for ourselves. I am more of like, I do it for the confidence boost. And you're more of like, you know what, this is my time to like, do whatever I haven't been able to do. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I kind of was because throughout my relationship, like it was good, but then I felt like I was literally locked down. Oh, I mean, you were dead ass. Like, locked the fuck down like you didn't talk to us for a while i was i went from going out every night literally every night to watching vanderpump rules like hot chocolate like i was like a grandfather you were a granddaddy you were a sugar daddy i always say that i'm like in your last relationship you were definitely like a sugar daddy oh yeah i'd say that i mean do you do you want to be my sugar daddy i'll be your sugar daddy yay okay do you feel like it's something society or your friends push on you? Like, do you feel like because of your friends or because of society, you feel pressured to have to rebound or to have to find someone right after you break up with your girlfriend? Um, for me, that whole society was new to me in the beginning. So for me, it's like it didn't really matter to me. But pre going out and then getting into going out was when it was so different for me like i felt like i had to do things and hook up with people to get to for clout yeah for a status and like oh like just get your name out there and stuff so that was like in the beginning so then getting or back to it an amazing twerker like me that got me pretty popular but you know that is true that is true <laughs> but then getting back out there people already knew like who i was and what i have to bring to the table and whatnot and like that was that so true hard for me to get revenge or anything Okay. Okay. Um, do you feel like it's almost like a competition with your ex? Like if you see her hooking up with someone first, do you feel like, Oh shit, I need to get back out there. Or do you not even give a fuck what she's doing? No, I think the word X is X for a reason. It's like you're past it and you're emotionally done with the person. So, and people that know me knew I was done like a while ago. Like I didn't know you were done. I thought you were madly in love. I was, and that's what it was for her. I think it was, like, she really liked the attention she got on social media and, like, from people for dating me. That's what I think it was. Like, it brought her, like, some certain she thing. She used you for clout? Um, in a, Not in the beginning, but then she saw what we were because we were talked about a lot together. Okay, okay. Like, when her name was brought up, my name was brought up. When my name was brought up, her name was brought up. So okay. it was literally, like, you know when those stupid people, like, put their names together and like make a yeah, whole relationship yeah, yeah. and it's like a social relationship on youtube or whatnot okay That's, so it wasn't even like a youtube obviously you guys YouTube, were like but... branding yourselves it was the like relationship a... was a brand 100 <laughs> it was uh beneficial for you guys to her not me okay to her um really funny story john like have you ever noticed that like okay do you ever watch people's close friends and you wonder who the fuck is in the close friends 
Yeah, I wonder who else is seeing the same thing I'm seeing. Um, well, John, let me just tell you. In my close friends, I have, like, my obvious closest friends. I and guess And then yeah. I have, like, the people that, like, I want to, like, see that, like, I'm being escorty. And then I have, like, the people that, like, I've hooked up with. And then there's, like, the people, like, I want to hook up with. So, like, when it comes to, like, a rebound, like, posting on social media, I don't even really post on social media. I post, like, on my close friends in hopes that someone on my close friends will be shady and send it to um, the person that I used to deal with. That makes sense. I don't know. When it comes to that, I'm very so – I'm so carefree. Like, people have seen shit yeah, that they probably savage. shouldn't see. Like, on social media from my Instagram where it should have been put to a close friends. Yeah. But honestly, like, I look at it, I'm like, I don't really care. Like, I know what I'm about to post is about to, like, not go viral, but I know it's going to get out there. So what's the point of even me going to that – spending that energy or time on, like, making a close friends when it's going to be sent to that person regardless? True. But, like, I post escorty vibes. Do you know what escorty is? Secure in the bag. Okay, pretty much. Escorty means rich, wealthy, and sexual behavior. I mm-hmm. want all my hosts and all my exes to see what the fuck I'm up to. They got to know what up with the standard. They got to yeah. know. So have you ever been a rebound that you know of? Um, Honestly, no. But good for them if I was. Or like, have you ever sought one out? Look, obviously you've sought one out. Oh, uh, yeah. I sought a couple out. If you, if you found out you were someone's rebound, would it bother you? I'd give them a high five. Be good for you. Really? Like you wouldn't feel used? No, nah, because then the I probably got what I wanted out of it too. What did you want out of it? Um, I don't know, probably the nut. Oh my god. Okay, well, like, I'm notorious for, like, using others to, like, fill a void. I feel like that's what I've been talking about this whole podcast. Like, if I really like someone and, like, I, and, like, things aren't working out, like, I usually will hook up and talk to everyone who, like, resembles that person. Yeah, as I said, I, like, went for the complete opposite, to be honest. I went for what I craved while I was with the... Uh, really yeah so what the fuck do you look for in a in a rebound like potential candidate um very good looking obviously okay Um, they obviously have to look different than the person you dated which is good looking no imagine saying that actually whoa (laughs) i just realized what you were saying you shady bastard yeah okay um well it is fall but um anyway um i don't know i look for somebody like which was the complete opposite, and uh, I enjoyed it. Do you prefer strangers or someone that you've, like, missed a chance to hook up with in the past? Or, like, do you go to, like, another ex? Well, it's funny. Like, I went to, like, I went to someone I f- felt like I had unfinished business with. So that's what I did. But did I you, also went did to... You, did you... Oh, no, did you... Yeah, that, that was sealed and dealed. That was... Okay, uh, okay. The contract was signed. Okay. Um, anyway, but... uh. Also, I went to different areas and, like, put myself out in different areas. Like, I didn't want to go to the same people. Like, not, every, yeah, I, not I everything had to you. get back to her. Like, not everything had to get back to my ex or anything. Yeah, I agree with you. I think that, like, a, the person should be new. I don't want our relationship to get complicated if, like, we ever cross paths with exactly. my ex. Um, and, like, I also don't want to hook up with someone that I've already hooked up with. Because then it's, like, I don't want them to catch feelings. And, uh, yeah, I don't want to get, like, into any messy shit, like, when I'm doing my, like, belonging to the streets. Exactly. Like, I didn't want every, like, not what, the way I was, like, everything didn't get have to get back to that person, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, whatever they think they know now, if they do listen to this, just know it's, like, a lot worse than whatever you think you know. Yeah. But 
like i don't know i was just having a good time it's like nice to go to a different area where you're not based on like who you're friends with or like your status or and anything. like you went pretty far you went to like a whole new town john like you escaped the city and went far as fuck yeah i enjoyed it too it was a good time yeah, it was a good break right yeah it was like very refreshing yeah how long should you wait to find slash seek a rebound i waited like not even a week what i i don't even think i waited three days this what it was sealed it was sealed what in, the fuck it was no listen to this and it actually makes sense thank god we all have these schedules that we put up like thursday tau and whatnot i think it was a thursday tau that it ended officially like we were done and by saturday or sunday i was back to my old ways but like did you go through a little grief like i think it's important to state that like when you do break up with someone you are a little bit sad like i know that like you were dealing with like the lucifer's daughter like you were dealing with lucifer's daughter but like were you a little bit sad like did you reflect at least a little bit no i didn't reflect on anything i went well over it like i was done with the relationship while i was in the relationship so i i dealt with like my burdens or whatever like problem i had with the relationship pretty much while i was in it and what i dealt with kind of made me realize the relationship was done and there was no relationship okay okay and so like, like you were already healing from yeah. this relationship while you were trying to figure out how to get out of it my rebound who you know and like who a lot of people know huh john what the fuck um literally said to me in the shower like afterwards she john, thought in was... the shower wait whoa 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. john <laughs> you are being very honest on today's episode of wtf with frankie in no, the shower <laughs> yeah so in the shower she literally knew it was so soon that like she was such a soon rebound that she said to me literally listen like this is so soon i know if like you and xxx wait get back together my lips are sealed and never come for me like i wouldn't want i don't need this on your conscience like i don't care so she's the fucking goat she's literally the goat yeah she knows who she is okay um i just also want to let everyone know that like if you want something more serious a rebound is not the one like rebounds are meant to be fun no strings attached type relationships so if you want something more serious me and john's episode today is probably not the episode that's going to you know be the one you listen to to find your prince charming you know yeah, yeah, can you agree with not. that 100 percent. maybe in a later um, episode when we mature or i mature at least i mean like we both are trying to figure things out like you've seen what my close friends look like right now and it's a hot mess like exactly. my dating life is a hot mess right now like i'm literally having beef with someone right now because they claim that i'm being very possessive over this beef with this staten island chick <laughs> staten yeah. island those girls those girls are something else trash literally trash how much info should you give your rebound about your ex and yourselves like relationship none zero if you don't plan on seeing them again don't even give them your real name what john are you crazy i am a nosy son of a bitch okay i need details is she crazy has she been to jail can she fight how many friends does she have does she got brothers or sisters uh, what crazy. lies did you tell her <laughs> what did you promise her does she or he think i'm the reason why y'all ain't together <laughs> shout out to juliana what's her social where does she live i gotta know all of that uh crazy jail everything beyond it and whatever you think beyond so you're not going to tell your new boo or like your next boo or like your rebound any details about your ex? No, they can listen to it here if they want to. On WTF with Frankie.
You see how I set that up? <laughs> okay, John. Okay. Okay. Gotta promote it. Gotta promote you gotta it. promote it. You gotta promote it. Okay. I guess there's no need to bring up your ex or like talk about it. Like I'm just a little more nosy. Like I did say, like I like to know information because like I don't ever want to look dumb. But if you are someone's rebound, you don't need to worry about looking dumb because in your mind, you're not looking for anything serious either. Yeah, it's weird. Like with this one specific rebound I did have, they were trying to like talk to me about like, I don't know, like shit that I didn't even care about and shit that I wasn't even thinking about. And you know, when you're having a conversation with somebody and it's like, you pretend to have the conversation. Yeah. I I found myself doing that. And I'm like, you know what? This feels wrong. I'm going to head out. So my next question was, what are the do's and don'ts of having a rebound? And I think that's one of your don'ts. Like, don't try to, like, have deep conversations because we're here just for one reason, one reason only. Yeah, I don't need a shoulder to, like, lean on or, like, pat my back and be like, everything's going to be fine. Okay. Um, I would like to say that, like, one of the do's and don'ts is don't make it about your ex. Like, don't even try to compete with your ex. Like, make it strictly about yourself. Like, you're here because you're single. You want to have fun. You want to have, you know what I mean? Like, whatever you want to do, make sure it's because you want to do it, not because you're trying to get back with your or get back at your ex. Yeah, hooking up isn't a sport in the Olympics. Like, it's just, uh, just happens. I mean, John, for some of you guys, it is. I mean, yeah, it's nice to make some people jump through circles, but that's it. Okay. I'd also say that make sure you know you can't make a rebound into a wife or husband. Like, it's strictly business. Absolutely not. Um, Make sure you're honest about your intentions every step of the way, because that's how you end up stabbed or with a psycho. John knows a thing or two about that. I do. I've definitely experienced it. Okay. And then most importantly, be safe, ladies and gents. Wrap it up. Because if you're listening to me, the odds of you being on 16 and pregnant are long gone and you're not going to be able to make a buck off of your pregnancy and your relationship with some dysfunctional asshole, which means real jobs, stretch marks, and a vagina that's ripping to your asshole. And that's not what the fuck is up, okay? Um, (laughs) At all. Like, wrap it up. Um, So, John... You're back in the scene. You're looking good and feeling good. Your ex is way behind you. And suddenly you find yourself having a roster or rotation of single ladies or men hitting you up, trying to see you, go out with you, sleep with you. And you find yourself asking, what the fuck do I do now? Well, you're just in luck, John, because John might be the king of rebounds, but I am 100% the NBA seven-time winning coach when it comes to having a successful rotation in a bomb roster. So, (laughs) for those of you wondering what the fuck rotational dating is, it's when one person doesn't see anyone exclusively but goes out with several people and is enjoying the benefits of seeing multiple people at once. Reason why the fuck I love it is because you're not settling down or wasting your time until you realize that, like, this is the person you actually want to spend time with. Before we dive deep, I have to ask you a question, John. Go for it. Do you think it's wrong to date more than one person at a time? Keyword, date. 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 I mean, I feel like that would be pretty fucked up, yeah. But it happens. But and, date uh, means... Like, date is, like like the whole promise ring and like prom- like marriage shit like or no just like- bro i think of dating like date means like casually going out to drinks having dinner maybe hitting up a club a movie going out shopping like maybe going on a trip but like you have no title oh no then absolutely not you do because you want. like but this is also the thing john like i feel like there's a stigma in our society where it's like 
well, if you say, oh, I'm dating, like, everyone's like, oh, like, you're dating a guy, but you're like, no, I'm dating multiple people. Like, I feel like people judge girls or guys if they're, like, dating a bunch of people, mainly girls. How do you feel about that? I mean, girls, go for what you want to do. Like, it's up to you. You're going to, it's like all how you want to be judged at the end of the day. But do you agree that women are seen as, like, sleazy or hoes or, like, you know, like, seen, like, like, basically given the scarlet letter for dating multiple guys but guys are usually seen more as like you know like the big man on campus like oh he's the man depends on the girl as i said before like the women are silent there's some silent assassins out there it's like if you're smart about it you don't get caught then you're not gonna have that reputation but if you're like out there like literally like i'm not even subbing anyone at this point but like if you're out there like posting like guys watches on your wrists and like at a different dinner every night and like like sugar girl stuff like you're gonna be judged a little bit escorty vibes you yeah you're gonna be judged by the people that aren't like either a hot enough to do it or b the people that are just like what the hell are you doing but john like why does that scream that she's not serious like why does posting a rolex or being at a dinner or like all of that mean that she's not a serious girl no i mean it's like one she could be having a lot of fun just living her best life which to go for it everyone should do that or but B, if she's, like, at the same time leading people on to thinking that she's serious with them, and then she's going out and doing that, that's, like, you're going to be judged, probably. Okay. Well, the biggest thing I've heard from guys when it comes to, like, rotational dating is that they don't want a girl who they think has slept with a bunch of guys. Do you think body counts matter? Like, is that something you're thinking of when you're single? Or is that something that you're thinking of, like, when you meet a girl? Like, how many people has she been with? Uh, Not necessarily, like how many people they've been with but like i'm not i'm never dating someone that i'll never date somebody that i know is like out there you know what i'm saying if everyone's able to say like oh they hit it like i don't want that again but again you had or, that before or, or at all like you know what i'm saying okay nice nice cover up nice cover up that's what i'm saying it's like mainly for me it's like i won't date anyone I'll protect i'm not dating anyone from new york city probably most likely not ever again most likely not. Why? Because you know that a lot of your friends have hooked up with them? Most likely, yes. And I, I'm not I'm not putting myself in that predicament. Like but I don't do think any guys should. But are you holding your friends accountable? Like, are you like, bro, like that's a lot of girls. Like, relax? No, absolutely not. But why? Like, you know what I mean? Like, you hype up your friends, like if they get like ten booty calls in a month, but like you would never date a girl who had ten booty calls in a month? No. But you're okay with being best friends with a guy who had 10 booty calls in a month. I'm not going to end up with that guy. But, like, your friends are a representation of you. Just like your wife or your girlfriend is a representation of you. Yeah, I mean, if you just click with somebody, though. Also, at the end of the day, like, whatever. Nobody should be, like, really judged too harshly on their past. But, like, it gets to an extent. Like, there's definitely a line that shouldn't be crossed. So, John, can I ask you a question? Yes, yeah, I'm What is your potty count? <sighs> Oh, God. I honestly genuinely, like, I don't know because somebody's a cheater and screwed it up and deleted it out of my notes. Names aren't going to be named. And so, like, after that, like, I just genuinely don't even know. But I know it was left off of, like, I'm not, I don't, I I don't even want to say. Okay. It's not, it's not too bad, but I just don't want to also. Like, like, this is the thing with me. I, my body count number is, like, not, like, I'm, like, I just went through a really wild moment in my life, sophomore year of college. So, like, the thing with me is, 
I have a body count number of people that I've had sex with, but I have like a, I have like a sucking dick number. What would that be for me then? Like for you, it'd be like how many people have you slept with, and then how many people have you like just gotten had like from? yeah, gotten head from or like given like ate and out. You know what I mean? Like you didn't go all the way. I'm not eating out anyone. Like I'm not eating out anyone that like I'm not fucking more than a couple times. Okay. Because, um, like, my giving head number is three times larger than my having sex. Yeah, if I go below the waist for you, you're, like, you're doing, you're, you're doing something right. Okay. Wow. Interesting. Um, I also think that I just want to say that, like, you know how we were talking about how, like, culturally, like, guys, like, girls or guys, like, they're judged a lot for, like, if they hooked up with a bunch of guys or girls or vice versa. Yeah. Um, something that's really interesting with me is that, like, gay guys, like, for example, I'm a gay guy or, like, lesbians, bisexual people, like, there isn't that stigma, like, in our society, like, because, like, hooking up is so just, like, something that happens so frequently. Like, I would never be, like, to my future husband, like, oh, you've had sex with this many guys. Like, I would just assume that, like, because of, like, the apps, the the way that our dating apps and everything are set up, that, like, you definitely have hooked up with more than 10 people in your lifetime. Me? Like, if you were a gay guy. That's what I'm just saying. I was just saying that, like, the cultural is so... Yeah, like, the culture is so different with, like, gay guys and, like, lesbians versus, like, straight couples because, like, you would never hear a lesbian be like, oh, you've had sex with too many girls. I'm not dating you. You know what I mean? Like, because, like, this is going to sound so weird, but, like, if you're a gay guy, you're pretty much a hoe. Like, I will go on the record that if you're a gay guy, you're a hoe. Yeah, that is lit. Like, honestly, that's probably such a stress-free, drama-free life in its own way. Like, there's a lot more drama cut out. there's a chance, there's, like, if you play it safe, you have no worries. Like, you don't have to, like, ever think, like, oh, shit, like, am I pregnant? Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, never. Oh, yeah, 100%. Never. Uh, you, you're living, you're living your best life. Living your best life. Um, what's next, bro? Like, have you ever had a rotation slash roster? Uh, I just, like, I went with the flow. I just. Like, if... you've never, like, sat there and been, like, okay, like, Brittany, Brittany Canada, Jessica, like, never? I've gotten good at it, like, earlier on. I did, and I found myself getting into a lot of trouble with it. And okay. there's drama caused because of it. And really? so my friends Was I around? You were, yeah. My friends had to, like, I don't know. My friends, like, one of my closest friends, he knows, like, he had to monitor my phone sometimes to make sure I wasn't texting someone throughout the day too much. Like, multiple people too much, giving them the wrong vibe. Interesting. Interesting, John. I didn't know that. That you had to, you know, have your phone moderated because you were out here belonging to the streets. Yeah, I was immature. Like, I didn't really care. I don't know. Interesting. But when the drama caught, when drama was caused, um, it wasn't all back on me. It like ended up going back on my friends too. So like, let's say there was like a Tao dinner Monday. Yeah. If two girls that like I was talking at the same time were at the dinner table, they'd be looking across from each other and there'd be a problem. Bro, that sounds like a dream come true. Like, why was I never invited? And I wasn't, and you know, the funny thing is I was in Bronxville. I never had to deal with it. My friends always had to deal with it. And that's why they would get mad. Oh, like someone should have called me. I would have gladly represented you like the United Nations. Mm -hmm. Um, how do you make sure to keep all the people on your rotation happy? Like, how do you keep them from interwining or like having drama? Because obviously your girls are mixing up. I don't know, man. I mean, I messed up a lot in the beginning, like my rotation Oh, the funny thing, talking about this rotation, and I literally just realized right now, my rotation is what got me 
in my relationship. Was she on your rotation? In the beginning. So you turned a hoe into a housewife? Kind of. And she knew what she, like, she knew it too. Wow. And um, it actually was when you talked about it last time, you know how you said it was like um, competition or whatnot, or turn, yeah. who's going to turn out on top? Yeah. I think that drove them to want to end up on top. So she cleaned up her act because she wanted to win the competition. Yeah. Oh, wow. And me, me with my clown suit on fell for it. You really fell for it. You turned a literal hoe into the, a housewife. Yeah, literal, literal, literally. Um, something that I would say that like I do to like make sure that like my rotation stays very drama free is that like I pick people from different social groups and crowds. So like I would never have your situation at Tau because like all my dudes are so far away from each other and like they do such different things. Like you know, like I have one in Brooklyn, probably. No, I do. Let me not lie. I have one in Brooklyn. Like I probably have one downtown. Like I probably have one downtown. Like. Yeah, I try to have one in other boroughs. Like, I try to have one that drives. I try to have one that, like, will get me nice things. I try to have the one Shake- that, like... yeah, <laughs> the, that, like, the Shakespeare of hoes. Yeah, like, honestly... Oh, my God. That is my new nickname. Say it again. The Shakespeare of hoes. That is me. You be that Shakespeare, I'll be Mozart. I'll be with my little utensil, like, waving it to the choir. Love it. I love it. I love it. Halloween's um, coming up. I know. And also, another thing that I do is I get two phones. Like, I just ordered my third phone. Like, I have to juggle my hoes through my phones. Yeah, I've believe it or not, I've modified my phone a lot of ways and a lot of ways. I went into my settings and like made sure that I put on the notification thing. So like when my stuff pops up on my lock screen, mm-hmm. it pops up as oh Snapchat notification, oh text notification, oh Instagram DM notification. Like it doesn't say what the yeah. person said or who it's from. Oh, okay. So you've 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 made sure your phone is harder to crack yeah. than like the freaking you know, I don't know what's hard to crack, but you've made sure it's hard to crack. Yeah. Um, we kind of already talked about how we just really don't get offended if we found out that we were on someone's roster. I would never get offended if, if I found out that I was on someone's roster because the chances are that when you reveal to me that you're, that I'm one of many, I'm going to reveal to you that you're like number 69 on my list. Yeah, hundred percent. I actually just got blocked. I actually did find out I was on somebody's roster and got blocked by them because they ended up dating someone on their roster. Really? And they know who they are. They recently just blocked a lot of people. Wait, and I you, think I you know, you know them. Is. You know them too. Is her? Is it bad? It starts, with, it starts with an M. M. Yeah, it starts with an M. Nigga, how are you gonna come on my show? Oh my god, you're not a nigga. But how are you gonna come on? <laughs> I my... can't be from the waist down. <laughs> how are you gonna come on my show and give me just one letter? They, I got blocked on a Finsta. Bro, and I got blocked on an actual Instagram. And the and first, my, I'm not even gonna try and text because I know my number probably got blocked too. Fuck. Okay, I'm gonna have to investigate after the show. Yeah. Okay. Um, what do you think is a common mistake in rotational dating slash having a dating roster? I'm gonna say that like when you get too greedy and when you get too comfortable, because like when you're rotationally dating or like running a roster, you have to stay in like the best shape of your life. Like you have to have energy. You have to be able to give everyone on your roster the same energy. Endurance too and endurance like you can't be tired like if experiment c asks to see you at 7 30 but experiment a wants to see you at 9 45 like you got to give both of them like enough sugar that is true so it's like a damn job i wonder if i can llc myself and declare all my transportation and like outfits for these dates i go on as business expenses <laughs> you think I mean, so i i think you can get away with 100 percent. 
also just because i'm curious like what the fuck is your type like what type of girls do you like have on your rotation like what the fuck do you like date like i need to know i'm not going for the little trolls anymore i just go for the, like the tall classy uh insta girls okay well since i have you on air i need you to confirm what you promised me go for it do you remember what you promised me no but i i keep a promise okay you promised me that the next girlfriend you have is going to be vetted by me. And, like, I know that, like, you like to rescue animals from, like, the homeless shelter and shit like that. But, like, the Some last dog that you, yeah, like, the last dog that you rescued, like, she was cute at first. But then we quickly find out, like, like, we always find out that, like, they have fleas. So, like, let me pick your next little animal from the animal shelter. 100%. No more bed bugs. <laughs> There's going to be no more bed bugs in this camp. 110%. Like, I can no longer deal with Molly's The Maids, John. Well, I'm also promising all my friends on, I don't know if I made the promise to anyone right now, but like, I'll never be taken from any of my friends again. Um, you were never taken from me because like, I used to fight your girlfriend in the club for you. That's true. Like I used to punch her in her tent. Like I used to be like, bitch, get the fuck away. This is my BBW. That is true. C big. No, but I, I'm, I want to go to lunch with whoever I want to go to. And that's that. Yeah. Did your girlfriend ever not like me? No, I was too scared of you. OMG. Okay so your friend has gone from breaking up with their ex to having a summer of rebounds to having an all-star roster of guys or girls they could potentially see a future with and now they've finally narrowed it down to someone they really like and they reject them and now they're asking you what the fuck to do how does the feeling of being rejected make you feel john have you ever been rejected do you know what that emotion is like like most importantly, like, what is rejection? So, like, kind of answer that question. Like, do you feel anything when you're rejected? Like, have you ever been rejected? Like, like what Like, what goes through your mind? I actually, when we talked about this the first time, it made me actually think about it more, which is better. And I like that we're doing this again. Yeah. Because it gave me time to think. And I have, there's two different types of rejections. There's rejection. I've gotten rejected by a girl because she rejected me because she doesn't want to be just like slept with and then tossed to the side because she wanted to be worth more in my eyes, I guess. Okay. So I've been rejected like that, which I think is a cute rejection in a way. Okay. Which makes me also want to like not clean up my act necessarily, but clean up my act to the, per- to exactly what they can see. Like behind the scenes, I can do what I like, need to do. Okay. But if I can clean up my act enough in front of them and get the job done, like that's that. But I've never been rejected in like a hurtful way where like, like go away you're ugly and if i have i probably don't remember it because i probably was drunk and like if they reject you it's like their loss you know what i mean like i don't give a fuck like you think that because you rejected me i'm not going to like go up to another girl or like you were one of the many you know yeah. what i mean like you were one of the many so like you can really relax <clears throat> there's been some girls that have done that and then they wake up to me a next uh, a month later and i laugh at them really yeah do you want to give anyone a shout out Oh, um, no, I feel bad. Okay. Because they, they thought they were smart. And there's actually a couple that are on the way, too. Really? Yeah. What goes through your mind when you've been rejected? Like, are you the type to brush it off? Or did that make you just, like, want to, like, go out and, like, be, you know, like, what goes through your mind? I brush it off and giggle, to be honest. Because it's not too serious for me. It's, like, in New York City, it's just, it's not serious. You can't, you can't take yourself too serious. And you can't take other people serious. And also, there's so many people in New York City. Like, you will meet another guy. You will meet another girl. You will meet another whatever. You know what I mean? Like, just move on. Take a shot. Keep going. 
download hinge you'll find someone in five minutes what helps you deal with rejection like you know what i mean like what do you when you are rejected like what helps like just getting another girl or like like what helps you first i go to wherever the table i get three ice cubes and i pour some tequila take that i'll go get a red bull and i'll walk around and you'll probably come back with a bunch of stray dogs that's what you do that's what i do that's literally what you do Mm-hmm. Um, do you believe in trying again? Like, do you believe in like going up to her again later on in the night or like texting her or like calling her? You know what I mean? Like, do you believe in like, oh, maybe she just like was confused? Oh, I won't text or call. Um, I'll just go up to you again if I feel like bothering you. I'll literally go it, I'll do it out of spite too, just to bother you. Okay. Okay. But I always make it very funny. Like, people that I've done it to will say that they giggle and they think it's funny and they think it's like, a part of my personality, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I think that, like, when a lot of people meet you, they, like, get that, like, you're just, like, a jokester. Like, you love to have, you know, push boundaries. Yeah, like, I can say, I can go up to somebody and straight up look at them and be like, want to hook up? And they don't know whether or not to take me serious. So, literally, like, it could and, be, like, like, I'm joking. Most and girls dead serious. will probably say yes. Like, you usually have, you have, like, a 95% acceptance rate. Yeah, it's just, I think it's all guys' confidence. Do you think it's because, like, people know about your GD, your GDR? Um... I have used that a lot to benefit me in a way. Yeah. Like, do you have actual reviews like saved up on your phone? 75% of people that I've hooked up with in New York City are probably, yeah. Interesting. So, John, we're about to wrap up this whole entire show, but let's kind of give the listeners some tips on what to do when being rejected. My first tip would definitely be like, if you are being rejected, you need to do what John said. Go to your bar, go to your table, get some tequila, take it back, walk around, meet some new people, maybe separate yourself from the crew. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. Just, you if, could even bring back someone just to get that person annoyed. Exactly. If you can't find anybody in your city, then you have bigger issues than what I can help you with. But... I would tell you that if you can't find anyone in your city, then maybe you need to take like a little vacation. I always recommend going to Miami. People in Miami are very generous with the dick and the vagina. Yeah, I agree. Um, And then what you (laughs) shouldn't do is don't force something on someone. If they say no, respect it. Don't go crazy. And don't be like a constant problem. Like don't be the person that like gets rejected. And then like the whole night at the club, like you're just sitting there like all pissed off. Like all of your friends are having fun. And like, they're like, what's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong? And you're like, upset because someone didn't want you yeah that's just weird you know i know a couple of people who do that that is that is weird that's a very weird thing to do yeah a really weird thing you know what's even weirder what starting rumors that you've seen (sighs) things that like you've never seen yeah yeah exactly i actually i have a rumor that we both know somebody lied about sleeping with me and i'm gonna get to the bottom of it someone lied about sleeping with you somebody lied about sleeping with me too and it's been confirmed that it's on their list and and i heard tommy is the one who started the rumor about me. <laughs> Swear I to actually, God. Jesus. That Swear is some tea. Swear to God. That is some tea. Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, we've made it through another crash course of WTF with Frankie, the declassified guide to adulting. John, thank you so much for coming in today. It's been a pleasure getting your insight on the three R's, rebounds, rotations, and rejection. Does he have a Where can the people follow you, John? They can follow me on Instagram at Jaycebitch. Okay, thank you so much, John. Um, I, I hope I get to see you this weekend on Halloween. I'm of so course. Bro. What the fuck?